0: Yes, welcome to after the hype. I'm your host, as always, Brian Dressel. With me, as always, is Jonathan Hardy Hi, Ryan James. Woohoo! Uh, Chewy cannot be here today. She's still on the moon. No. Uh, so, filling in for Chewy, we have Graham T. Mason back. Hello! When's the last time you were on?
1: I do not remember. Wasn't I know the Batman like versus Superman classic one.
2: Uh, it might have been. I think, been, yeah. That uh, might have uh, been, yeah. Yeah, been yeah. it. Yeah, well, last time was The time it was 79, so. 89 Batman, Superman one? I, def- I definitely was on that one.
0: <laughs> well, then that probably was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh and then special guest today we have evan russell on hello hi evan hello it's good to be here um so really quick before we get started with stuff uh do you guys want to do quick plugs say what you have going on in your life where people can find you if they want to find you working
1: on anything you could talk about i worked on a pokemon go uh, music video uh, oh, nice. ago, i'm excited so for that that was interesting
0: anybody we know in it or is it just um uh, super fans I don't know wasn't like a screen team thing or something like that
1: no it's one of the higher Bigger Pokemon Go guys. I don't know uh, what how much I can say. Oh, okay, but yeah, did they okay. have the real Pikachu? <laughs> no, it was <laughs> surprisingly God. it was a lot of visual effects and stuff. Mm. I don't know. Oh, interesting. I think, yeah, I
3: wish they would do one with the real Pokemon. I, I never see those guys anymore. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought I saw them. You know, walking on the street. The I other mean, day, it's the same shit they did
2: with that remake of the thing or the. That new thing movie where they you know they did the practical effects and did CGI over it. You got a bunch of Pokemon here mm. who are you know trying to get an honest job and <laughs> they're, they're CGI over them. You know yeah. it's bullshit. It is. Uh,
1: it's so tough out there for a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <They> <laughs> should go to work. <laughs> <laughs> They've been. They all they do is go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> get a job, Pokemon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's enough dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, gained a new listenership. <laughs> and we lost a bunch more. <laughs>
4: uh, Evan, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I, my website is Uh, evanscottrussell.com. uh I'm a writer, producer, filmmaker, and have some award winning shorts you can view there. Uh, Twitter. Short films or just sh- like pairs Short of films. films. I mean I'm no, looking yeah, at the no shorts no, no. right now. But, uh, pretty <laughs> impressive. No, you can get my denim <laughs> line <laughs> shorts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, twenty nine ninety <Is> nine <laughs> $29.99 a piece. Is that an award wow,
2: sticking out bad. of them or are you just happy to be on
4: here? <laughs> <laughs> they come with awards popping out of every every cargo park pocket. Nice. Um, yeah and uh Twitter at the Evan
2: Russell the Evan oh nice that article really makes it that's a good one legit. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: okay so for us you can find us uh, on uh, Facebook at After the Hype uh, Twitter ATH underscore podcast who knows we might tweet at some point um, everywhere else just at ATH podcast uh, and then you can email us at ATH podcast at gmail.com uh, if you want to be cool and reach out to us and then you know all that other fun stuff which you are welcome to do uh, so we are going to move on to where have you been doing Graham you want to go first where have you been doing what have you been up to um,
1: just Netflixing and chilling, you know, mainly. Um, just finished a very short but fun weird, weird series uh, called, I think, The Young Doctor's Notebook. It's like a BBC, like, short thing. Uh, every episode's like 23 minutes it's with, uh, John Hamm and Daniel Radcliffe. Um, oh, I remember this coming mm, out. It's not like anything I have ever seen ever before, and it's Awesome! Hmm. If you can, I don't want to say stomach it, but if you can like kind of sit through the just the weird awkwardness of it, it's definitely worth it. It's super cool, and I think it's total only eight episodes of like twenty two minutes, so huh. it's really cool. Did not get like a second season, or is it just? It is a second season, so there's two seasons of four episodes each. Gotcha. gotcha. So oh, cool. Yeah, very weird, but fun, and I, yeah, I love that. Cool. Yeah. So that was pretty much it. Evan, what about you?
4: I had a a very strange double feature this week. I went to Sunset Five and saw *Birth of a Nation*, uh, the Nate Parker film.
0: Um, Oh, so you're one of the people who saw it.
4: (laughs) I am one of the one (laughs) of (laughs) the eight, not the (laughs) original, not the original, not the not the uh, the silent film, Mm. but uh, it's it's a new uh is it a, a sequel n- or <laughs> a reboot <laughs> it's a complete reboot they're, they're taking it back guys it's a reboot uh that franchise boy they're gonna make the money off that uh, <laughs>
2: it's uh, definitely a shared universe <laughs> <Okay>.
4: <laughs> so and I, I didn't know anything about the the story uh which is a true story is uh I enjoyed it. I didn't like the first like ten minutes, and then suddenly it was like, oh, I'm I'm enjoying this. This is a good movie, and was kind of surprised because based on the first ten minutes, I was like, oh no, what have I, mean, I done?
0: It did really well at Sundance. If it wasn't for all like the rape allegations, they say the movie would be doing fantastic right now. Mm. But so yeah. many people boycotted it oh, after. Is this yeah. Donald Trump's movie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I might had well no be. <laughs> I had no concept
4: of any of that either until yeah. afterwards, and I went, mm. what? Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about it whatsoever. I didn't even know that. It Nate Parker was the the writer, director, actor, producer. I didn't know it was all him. Yeah, he put a lot of work the into end of it. Thing. Yeah, it's amazing. when you when you really look at that, but I don't know anything about the. I found all about the the rape allegations afterwards, and was like, huh. Well, I guess maybe that's why people are not talking about it.
0: Yep. Yeah. They hmm. they really lost a lot of it.
4: Uh. And then directly after that, I walked into a screening of a Canadian. Um, a Canadian indie movie called Closet Monster. It is a, a queer coming out uh teen movie. Um it's like this body horror psycho hmm. drama. It's, it's extremely imaginative. Uh it's really, really amazing. Uh it was first time director. Um hmm. yeah, um really great. Well, so that
3: that was the highlight of your double feature. <laughs> right
4: it was the, my double feature it was a guilt double feature uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no yeah, yeah um between the two yeah i probably liked closet monster yeah. a little more but i i mean i can't if the rape allegations are really going to bog this thing down for birth of a nation i i could see it getting nominated for I, it, a few things it but won't. i and I,
3: yeah that's yeah i mean no one's even going to see it. the fact that people are actually yeah. boycotting the movie like that's like all right and that's really and that's actually working. Usually when they boycott a movie, more people go see it. Yeah, and right. Because the that's movie's strange. been good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Where have you been doing? I'm going to do uh, another installment of Ryan's Comic Corner. The Comic Corner. Comic Corner. Some highlights of my pull list this week. Um, Detective Comics. It was the part six of Night of the Monster Men in the Batman Nightwing um, Detective Comics crossover. It's good. That's all. Uh, <laughs> Brian's covering his ears because he hasn't caught up yet. Nope. But it's, it's been fun. Uh, DC's been fun. Uh, on the Marvel side, um, this was the end of Darth Vader. Number 25 came out this week. Uh, overall, I think it was a really good series. It's been going on for two years now. Um, they introduced some really cool characters that I like. A lot of fanboys are being haters on the internet of Dr. Aphra and the, the droids. F- that
0: fanboys don't hate things. What are you talking about?
2: I don't
3: know.
0: It's they're weird. Just, That's just, yeah. so out of character yeah, for yeah, fanboys. Yeah.
2: They're full of love. They're Man. a welcoming community.
3: <laughs> so there's uh, a couple of cool little... Um, spin-off comics that could come out of this and one was spoiled on the internet i won't repeat it here but the other one is uh there's an epilogue at the end of this uh involving some tuscan raiders that could make a really cool comic book we'll see how it goes and then uh also in marvel number one of the clone conspiracy dan slott the uh ongoing writer of the amazing spider-man said to himself hey remember what marvel fans loved when we bring clones into spider-man so he's redoing the whole bringing clones back in, bringing the jackal back in and they're bringing a bunch of characters back to life. It could be interesting. Um it's Jim Chung as the the artist and he's one of my favorite current Marvel artists, so fantastic. I'm, I'm excited for that at least and um it's been good so far. Um I want to talk about um a an Image comic uh Reborn that came out this week. It is shaping up to be really really cool excited to keep reading that and then uh, our local comic store had a 40% off sale yesterday and I picked up an older uh, volume one of Southern Bastards this is um, Jason Aaron and Jason Latour two of my current favorite writers teamed up on this book and volume one is absolutely fantastic I might go back today and try to buy volume two Southern Bastards
0: John what about you where you been doing
2: Uh, Well, now that I've been commuting to work again, I've been getting back into podcasts. So I started uh, the You Must Remember This podcast back up again during their uh, Hollywood Blacklist arc. So she's going through the whole history of the Blacklist. And there's a lot from that that I didn't know or have context to. And it's been a very fascinating and a very crazy time, especially during this political atmosphere, just seeing a lot of just the crazy, the weird, and stuff I didn't even know. I I would definitely recommend checking it out just to... Get such a it gives a really good flavor of the the time of that that era, the fear and just just the, the fear. It was mm. it's she's doing a very good job. Karina Longworth, the host, is doing a very good job of just laying it all out. Even calling back to previous episodes that aren't connected to the blacklist but happen around that time. Like so she's pulling back from previous episodes too. So there's kind of like the ongoing arc, and then check out this episode I did before. I'll rebroadcast it. We're going to be talking about a lot of what, this, what we talked about here in this. So for context, very well put together. I'm about halfway through it, and it's really, really fascinating. Very cool. Cool. Uh,
0: so for mine, I'm also going to say a comic book, but mine is far, far, far not recent, unlike <laughs> Ryan's. Uh, I reread Hush. Uh, mm. I was very excited to do it because I remember uh, back in the day when I read it, I was left with this really kind of like feeling and I just did not like it. And a lot of people told me it was fantastic. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. And then I started reading it again and had the exact same reaction. Holy <laughs> shit. Is it one of the best Batman stories ever told until the last chapter? And then, wow. Mm. It takes a dump on your face and it ruins everything that came before it. But it is, up until then, totally worth reading. Because it's like the first time where like Batman acknowledges his feelings for Catwoman. And like they actually kind of start dating throughout the story and it's awesome and it is very well done it's one of the best stories it ties in like so many villains and it's done really well and the art is great and the dialogue is great and everything about it's great until the last chapter and then ugh, that's a bummer
3: that reminds me though i just also read um volume one of injustice gods among us did you read that one
0: no, nah, I played the game, but never read the book.
3: The book is like surprisingly good. If it was actually, if it took place in DC canon, it's kind of like a, a you know an offshoot or whatever. Um, yeah. It would be huge because some that's why really <laughs> major
0: brutal things happen. Uh, do that? Do they keep the storyline from the video game where the Superman kills
3: Lois Lane because of the Joker? Yes. Yeah, and then that's fucked up. Kills the Joker right after.
0: Yeah, by burning two holes through his head.
3: Oh, in the uh, in the comic, spoiler yes. alert. He punches through his heart. Oh, no, no, no. That's it. That's it. Okay. He does that to somebody else. Okay. The two yeah. holes through the head. The oh, thing. yeah. 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 This yeah. is like... This is... Uh, basically, if they followed this a little bit for the for the Warner Brothers movie, it would have been a smash hit. Yeah. Cause Superman mm. is a super dick. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. So, let's nice. talk about... Uh, I'm trying to figure out a segue. I don't have one. The Blair Witch Project from
3: 1999. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking that movie. Of, speaking of dragons... <laughs> Speaking Uh, of dragging on (laughs) for an hour and 20 minutes. There we go.
0: (laughs) Uh, So this is our final week of low-budget horror movie month. Uh, Next week will be the final cap of the horror movie month, but they're not really low-budget next week. In fact, a lot of them spent quite a bit of money Mm -hmm. for a horror horror, movie anyway. For a horror movie, yes. But uh, we'll get into those plugs at the end of the episodes, because today we're here to talk about the 1999 classic film, The Blair Witch Project. (laughs) Classic. Classic. Hey, it is a classic. It is 100. Oh, yeah. The uh, the budget was anywhere between sixty thousand and seven hundred thousand, depending on what you read. Uh, possibly all the way up to twenty five million if you counted marketing. But they like to say sixty thousand because that yeah. sounds a lot cooler. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the reviews were through the roof. People loved it. People were saying it's the scariest, scariest movie of all time, scariest mm. movie since The Exorcist. Mm. Uh, and then you know three months later, it's a piece of shit. Nobody should watch it. It's boring as hell. So again, much
3: like. The Phantom Menace that year, yeah. <laughs> so that twenty-five million was really well spent. Only <laughs> one. Honest. Honest. Holy shit, was it? Yeah, it's one of the most genius marketing campaigns. Um,
0: but that's where we'll start with this. After we get done with the breakdown, breakdown, breakdown. breakdown. Oh. breakdown. Coming this week from Evan Russell. Are you excited? Oh, I'm so excited. You should be, because this is an honor <laughs> and a privilege to be able to do the breakdown. In
2: a whole
3: 30 seconds. How, deta- how detailed is it?
2: Uh, 30 seconds long. 30, 30 seconds long.
1: You get 30 yeah. seconds. All right. H- as, as detailed as you could make the Playwright project <laughs> project. I mean... Full spoilers are
3: fine. I'll yeah. do it in eight. <laughs> if you can. <laughs> That's on record now. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh,
0: right. are you ready? My, do I have a timer? Yeah, Please I have hand. a timer all right here
3: All right. You ready?
4: Yes.
2: Go, 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 go! Uh,
4: three college filmmakers enter the woods near Burkittsville, Maryland to make a documentary on it, the <laughs> to make a docu- documentary on the Blair Witch, a uh, urban legend around the uh, the surrounding town that's been haunting them for hundreds of years and they end up finding themselves completely lost and abandoned in the woods.
0: What happens to them? We don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will never know uh, yeah I'll say that was success uh, that was uh, well done I like the ending there that, that was good uh, so at this time if you'd like to I never put this in the email you get to make fun of me because you did it in the right amount of time because I make fun of you if you don't what the hell's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> It's great. Nailed it. That's the first actual insult we've had in like six weeks. That's one of the best I've gotten. (laughs) He's not lying. It's much better than the, uh, you dress like a hipster. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Your beard is long.
0: I didn't mean to cut so deep. Yeah, man. I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight. (laughs) I've been wanting to say that for years. Oh, boy. Okay, so yeah. So starting with the Blair Witch Project today, I think obviously the best place and really only place to start with this is where we all came to it from, which was the unbelievable marketing of this film. Uh, Arguably changed marketing for film forever, uh, up until the next one of whatever revolutionary film comes out. The marketing is probably better than the movie. It's more impressive. But let's go around the table. Do you guys remember when you came across it? How you came across it?
4: I remember being uh, just a kid in the 90s, and my family, you know, uh, was like one of the only ones in the neighborhood to have the internet, but me and Josh had the internet, and we were on it all the time. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Were. as As long as... uh, our parents weren't on the phone. Uh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but mom, uh, hang
2: up the phone.
3: I, it, There's a
2: trailer. <laughs> I gotta spend the rest of the day downloading one music video. <laughs> Thirty-two mags, big. <laughs> That's it's gonna, gonna look take eight hours.
4: Uh, yeah. Uh, so we we found the uh, the website. Uh, it was the it was the original uh, website for the film was basically a search party, and inf- info, just like website of these these kids are missing, they've been missing, we found their footage, like help us find these kids, and it had like a, a biography about each and every one of them. It still exists, you can actually still go to it. Yeah, um, I'm not looking it up right now. <laughs> 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 Whoa, there it is. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and they, and they haven't changed it at all, so it's still that like nice, that nice 1998, tiny- 1999. Um, but yeah, th- so that's how we came to it, and so uh, we it, it really convinced you that this was real these kids were real and Mm -hmm. they're missing and
1: and they're releasing a movie oh my god (laughs) and i think because i can't even remember directly how i was connected to it but it's i think part of the the genius of the marketing was word of mouth afterwards like if you weren't directly touched by the marketing tools somebody told you about it
0: yeah that was a friend of mine recorded it on fucking VHS that like sci-fi channel, whatever it was like the documentary they Mm -hmm. made about the documentary Mm -hmm. that was just totally straight faced the whole way through. No, like now check out our cool movie. It was just Mm -hmm. like, uh, it's like the cheap TV version of this documentary where they talk about the three kids that went missing, and they have some of the same people from the movie who are like, "Oh yeah, I remember when they came through a few mm-hmm. years ago," and it it was,
4: like the sheriff who like yeah. uh, led the search and thought he did a great job, and then like the activists are like, "The sheriff didn't do anything." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the documentary. I, I am. I actually can't. I, I don't think I can watch the movie without than just going and watching the documentary yeah, right Yeah, it was afterwards. really cool. Like, it's the, really well done. I don't
0: know if I've ever seen it. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it yeah. was yeah. fantastic. do yeah. about it. That, that was part of like the big marketing thing. Yeah. Was a friend of mine recorded it and lent me the tape. It like, great. you got to watch this. You'll be so excited for this movie. And it creeped me out because I'm yeah. like, I'm not sure if I want to watch three kids die. Like That's yeah. kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like, it's how, arc- how are they The documentary this movie? Is
4: arguably almost as good or better than the movie. Like, it definitely it, is it, better mm-hmm. than the movie. It feels... Really?
0: because it, yeah. it's just that it's uh I, I like the documentary better than the movie because it's the movie is so the movie hmm. True. <laughs> it's so an it's hour and a half of the three <laughs> characters and lost you really, yeah it's really straight face but it's also kind of campy mm. if you know what actually happened like if you know that it was just a movie and you go back and watch it now it's kind of fun to watch it
4: hmm. it's it's almost amazing they cuz there's even a, a segment of it talking about witches and witchcraft and it's they 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 went back and and made a uh, like an interview with a witch and this interview is supposed to be from the 70s and he's talking about like the actual Blair the like the Blair witch Mm -hmm. and so you've got like archival footage from the 70s quote-unquote mixed in with now we're talking about it in you know 1999 and 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 it just feels so put together like that the idea of going back and doing an old almost documentary inside their documentary just adds another level
3: of credibility to it like it you're like oh wow this really is real yeah yeah sounds really fun for me i uh unfortunately didn't see this movie until after i saw the actors on jay leno (laughs) (laughs) so you know i didn't even sit in the theater thinking that this could be real
0: Uh it's really the thing is if you didn't see it that first weekend because it came out two weekends or three weeks in a row i think it was one weekend, then it was out in the same week, and then the third weekend, it was hit every theater in the world. Okay, yeah. And if you didn't catch it in that first two weeks, yeah, by the time the third week came out, that's when they're hitting Jay Leno, yep. that's when they're hitting the Today Show, and they're like, oh yeah, it was so much fun that we made this movie. Yeah. But in those first two weeks, if you saw it
3: in that limited release, it was still just like, nope, it's real. Yeah. So I remember like being afraid at the marketing, and then being like, oh my god, I'm so excited to see this. And then by that third week, it was like, oh, I guess I'll still go see it, because everyone's saying it's great, but... I'm not as scared anymore.
0: Yeah, and it really destroys the movie knowing that they're knowing that it's a movie, which is yeah. <laughs> it which is yeah. weird. But yeah. uh yeah, it's kinda strange. And I remember I remember when it was coming out uh, right around in that like two week period when people are trying to now debunk it. Like there's no way this is real. Like right. that's not because how, no, it just doesn't work. And it was at that time, the girl who played Heather was in a steak and shake commercial uh-huh. and they're like, wait, no, 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 look, she's definitely not dead. <laughs> she's serving burgers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, they that's shot that person. years ago. That was, that's found or at footage. At steak <laughs> and shake commercial. Or maybe she's from beyond the grave. <laughs> I, I
4: think I'm the only person at the table that really
0: likes the movie. You might be.
2: Uh, oh, hold on! Wow.
4: Well, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, it's I was like judging
2: off of it. I was like, oh. one yeah. off, I, I completely missed all the marketing and the hype for this. I knew I was aware of the movie, but then kind of that was it. Yeah. In college, I had someone recommend the movie to me because I was starting to get into horror and really liking it, and they're like check it out. But they actually also made me use good, a good like headphones, good sound system for it, and it's like mm. watch it and listen. Like you let the sound like design Mm -hmm. really get to you. And that really was effective for me on that. Sound design was good. Did you go camping a lot? No. Well, once. Once in college, and I I thought it was just the dumbest thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) See, as a kid, I I didn't go
0: camping (laughs) a lot, but I'd been camping. And if you'd been camping, Mm -hmm. this movie was not scary. No. There's sounds of the woods. Yeah. It's called camping, asshole. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right.
3: I mean, yeah, it, sounds like, ah. it
0: sounds like rocks falling and, and trees. See, had the, had I hear somebody yeah. walking. It's probably a deer shit face. Like, yeah. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. It had the <laughs> opposite effect dad. for me
4: because I did go camping uh, enough. Uh, I, I've gone camping even as recently as a year ago. But I thi- every time I watch the movie, I think about being isolated. I think about yeah. being in the middle of nowhere and, and what's in the dark that's yeah. what works for me so hearing the noises you hear in the film I'm with the I'm with the characters I'm I'm totally there with them it's like I don't know what that is it doesn't sound like a deer walking it sounds like a, tr- a tree falling it sounds like a lot of trees kind of falling yeah what's going on <laughs> I I definitely feel that isolation that helplessness of just being alone so anytime I go camping I'm thinking about those things. It creeps me out. I've actually yeah. watched the movie while camping. <laughs> <laughs> so Why? It is, which that's is awful. A way to enjoy it. But there, there yeah.
2: should be a screening in a campground or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely, this movie. Yeah, yeah, that would be super cool. You watch from your tent. Yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be amazing.
3: And then, yeah, let's get some actors out there to stomp around in the woods yeah. after you watch it. That's great. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Blair Witch Experience. And then you could just murder, murder people. people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, and and that's, that's the mar- obvious
1: too progression. Too far. Too <laughs> So we just um, invite our enemies.
3: Then- <laughs> 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 Fuck it. Let's go to their house. Let's just kill them. <laughs> actually, yeah. You know, yeah. Just, that seems like we'll save us a lot what of time. What we really need to do is just kill these. Oh, people. the Halloween experience. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's, it's changing. It's ever-evolving.
0: Uh, all right. Well, let's move into... Uh, let's. I, I, honest, I don't know where the best place to actually kind of move around with this thing. Because we can talk performance, but the performance is
3: fine. Okay. The, I have something to talk about then. Genius. Okay, yeah. I want to talk about the actual uh, camera aspect of it. Yeah. um because i after seeing the blair witch the new one 2016 recently and then going back to this one like how did they do better in 99 than 2016 with a huge budget? Because the, watching that new movie, I was like, oh my god, this is awful. It was like well, watching Tarantino's Grindhouse movie again. Uh, here's
0: the, the the thing is, with this movie versus the new one, is the first movie, they just went out into the woods and they shot I think they said 19 usable hours of footage, uh-huh. and they cut that down around a half. So when you have that much to pick from, you can find the good stuff uh-huh. oh, yeah. and use that. But when they made
3: the new one, they didn't do it like that. They went out and shot a movie. Right. And shot a But I'm talking about uh-huh. even the camera effect so do you know what the production techniques were for this the blair witch project i'm curious they clearly shot it on an actual lo-fi camera yeah the, the yeah, two yeah, cameras yeah. you see in the movie oh, are the two cameras, cameras that use yep. well, there you go. that's what i'm C- talking C- about because you can tell that the footage looks like it's straight out of those cameras it doesn't look like oh, put on your little bluetooth camera ah oh, it's gonna get choppy now we're gonna do digital like yeah. shitty camera effects and we're gonna like do weird shit with sound and make you think it's real and none of it makes sense
0: it's another example of like uh say I've heard in a lot of podcasts recently like they call, talk about Deadpool. How if Deadpool yeah. had a huge budget would have been as good? You hope so, but you don't know cuz if you had that much freedom, you kind of can do whatever you want and throw yeah. shit at a wall. But if you yeah. have no money like this movie did. i mean when it first made it i think it was sixty thousand or something like that it might have even been less for sure uh, yeah but you you make work what you have so if you had the ability to go out and shoot it on 35 and then yeah. try to make it look like 16 maybe you could have done that right yeah but instead they, they only even, afford a 16 well, camera so they, they, they even used
1: standard def and uh, 16 and they even made that more degraded yeah um so I mean, it's definitely one of those things, like you were saying with Deadpool and all these other lower-budget movies that are somehow better than the big-budget movies. But Deadpool, <laughs> like this, this, this idea of like necessity is the mother of all invention. You're like, well, this is the thing we have. This is the story we have to tell. How are we going to do it? We only have this much money. Well, let's throw three actors out into a, some woods and then just shoot and then just find a story. Right? This movie really comes together in the. The e- in post right. Right. which the is what editing and sound design and all that stuff yeah, I really, really keyed nice into that, that this time around that like yeah.
2: you know this movie apart from any of the other ones that are found footage and then people filming something that you've compiled later this feels m- compiled it feels a little mm-hmm. inelegant which uh-huh. I was like ah that's actually pulling me in a little bit more mm-hmm. than any other movie might have because. Agreed. Like they're just they're doing. Their, you see some slates. You see them planning things. Oh, yeah. When she's doing her own thing, she's making her own little movie in the movie. And there's just like this unorganized nature to it that an editor would just fine tune. They would find the story in it where this right. is kind of looking for its story. So it's like someone else put this together. Like it, I can buy in on a meta level that someone else who wasn't these kids put this together. You so know? Yeah. all true. this is the
4: is the problem yeah. with found footage these days. Mm-hmm. This movie went about its production as if they were capturing. The realism there—they mm-hmm. right. they shot Which it they with did. those cameras. Yeah, right. They improvised. They stranded these actors out in the middle of nowhere. They Eight consistently days. gave them less and less food every day. They were plotting each other against them. They would give like it was it was they started to go insane, and they and yeah. you capture that on the film. And they used they use the techniques to film it that the kids would would have. So right. it feels extreme. It feels real because that's what it would have been like.
0: Yeah, and the best the, – the, the smart thing about it is that I feel like a lesser producer would be in the woods with a camera. Uh, we're just going to get these, like, establishing shots from out here, you know, just, yeah. in, just in case we need them. And they, right. they, they just stuck to their guns the whole way through, and it was
5: – yeah, that's
0: what made it work. I mean, uh, yep. the – I love the little things in this. Like, if for those of you who don't know how they filmed it, but it really was uh, eight days in the woods, and then they'd get kind of instructions each morning with their food that they weren't supposed to shoot. They'd be like a little milk crate with mm-hmm. "Go West," mm-hmm. and uh, if you can talk about this, that'd be great, or mm-hmm. "Go here." They'd point to a spot in the map, and that's how they came across like the
3: the Blair Witch sticks and mm-hmm. like the piles of rocks and that sort of stuff. And that was real for the actors too. Yeah, that's yep. cool.
0: Yeah, so they they knew to go to this point, and then whatever you see, react to it, and uh-huh. that's when they oh god, these sticks. So that's how you get the real emotions and Mm -hmm. that's what it's shit you can't do twice right like the fact they pulled it off this well once is all you can do but i mean they didn't break
1: character for eight days that's so but i don't
0: think there are there's a part of me that goes in the beginning they're acting in the end of the film they're really not because they are just broken down yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) like if they had sued the directors and went to in that weird
4: (laughs) these are the best performances i i i know of in a found footage movie because Because it's not a performance because it's not a performance yeah
0: Yeah. uh, but it's it's strange that anyone would agree to this.
3: <laughs> like it's well, they were on there
4: no name in, actors, kind of no name actors. I'm getting paid a little. I'm going to be in a movie. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, well, nothing like wonder, this had been done before. I mean, it's like yeah, yeah okay. So we're just going to go out in Even, the woods and shoot a short a film. I wonder uh, if there's like an, sure, a, yeah, okay, an appeal
2: to this like the genre itself because we we've seen this like with Evil Dead and this like they're subjecting the actors to a lot of shit. And they're just going along with it, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and they're having, like, they're seemingly having fun with it, apart from in the moment. But, like, people subject themselves to a lot for horror films versus any other genre. So, I wonder if there's just a a love for this, just this other thing, this other element to it. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I think so. I think it's, we talk about it, actually, a lot, if you want to listen last week to our Evil Dead episode. Just kind of, like, you get that that uh, summer camp like camar- camaraderie when you're on a low budget yeah but this is cool. different
0: because this wasn't a film like for yeah. for those like that camaraderie it's like we're in this we're in the together yeah. we're there's all no, none of us no paid you have the crew you have you still have crafty it might be shitty crafty but well, you yeah. still have things this didn't this have any mean. of that
1: the three of them yeah they it's had like like to you, even get got got, closer yeah you've got the, the water cooler that you can talk yeah. and kind of vent vent about and all this stuff you're like no you're not breaking character for eight days because the people that you're with are Probably hate you, Yeah are really actually getting aggravated at you.
3: But that sounds to me like you know I might be down for that as an up and coming actor. Like <laughs> sure. it's an experience. It and an an experience. experience. most definitely an experience. An experience. That's why they did most it definitely. in the first place. Is I, I was in a
4: feature film. Yeah. It was super avant garde, and the way that we did it, we yeah. did it was really cool and, yeah. and new. I would yeah. Yeah, totally. I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: I get it. I totally get it. But it's still just like ugh, but it's but a, a grueling yeah. process. Yeah, yeah. what
1: but actors are work, insane. But yeah. I mean, even the audition process for this was very, very extensive because they just had to find the right people. Right. And I think and they, fine, they I people think were
0: going to stab each other in the woods. <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know. You still got a
0: movie, though. You're getting way into it. <laughs> uh, and I also love that, like the the way they got rid of Josh was just woke him up in the middle of the night. Hey, you're done oh really yep. yep that's cool yeah he's and he's like, yeah. he's no like idea. great there's like like an Alice in Chains concert, <laughs> concert that I want to go to New yeah, York.
3: yeah. <laughs> I didn't get tickets shit
0: it was fun I remember uh, it was during that time when like they started coming out and talking about like the, the making of the movie right. like what was it like for you did you feel bad leaving the woods he's
3: like no right <laughs> like, It's I went home and went to sleep it was great yeah <laughs> it's funny this kind of pioneered the modern day reality show <laughs> yeah Yeah. <laughs> before Survivor I think
2: I don't know <laughs> one uh, thing if we if, if
4: we want to talk any more about the the mar- marketing, just a, what a yeah. little bit. Um, I read a, a, an article with the uh, the actress that played Heather. Uh, it was a new interview with her. Now that the new one was right. coming out, mm. her name um, is Heather. Her name is Heather. Yeah. That's Right, <laughs> I forget. That's even, and that's part. The, that's part the of the real this name. Is yeah, right. They she found it weird that they, that they, they used her name. In they the wish they hadn't used their names because when the movie did get big, people did think they were dead and people were calling their, pa- finding their parents. <laughs> oh, wow. and yeah. People, yeah. people thought it was so real that they were getting involved in Heather's life. Like the actor's actual real life. It, I, she said something in the ar- in the article that really struck me. Um, she was talking about how she, the movie was just blowing up, but she still couldn't get work because she is, she is now the character yeah Mm -hmm. i could see that she is the character the character is not it's she Mm -hmm. is not a person anymore she is a character Mm -hmm. she she painted this imagery of herself sitting in her shitty little like civic underneath a billboard of her face with like a couple thousand dollars in her bank account
0: yeah that's i mean that's insane it's great it's it's nuts but yeah, yeah i get it yeah because if you're thinking like a casting director, it's like, no, I can't put Heather from Blair Witch in this. Yeah. She's Heather Her, from Blair she's Witch. She's Heather from yeah. Blair Witch. Well, Her that name happens. is Heather. She died. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that does happen. I mean, the fuck happened to Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. All of them getting... Well, no, Harrison Ford was fine. But those two yep. trying to get
0: work outside of Star Wars? Damn mm-hmm. near impossible. Harrison yeah.
1: Ford was only fine because of Indiana Jones. Because yeah, they put him in true. that movie yeah. next. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, the, just only, the only one out of the three who were actually more successful was Josh. Really? The other ones were... Heather and Mike were only in like thirteen things afterwards, yeah, respectively. And then Josh is like in like low or high seventies or something. So yeah. I mean, he's just wow. done stuff. I mean, he was yeah. in that movie uh, with a lot man. of TV and yeah, some yeah.
0: Oh, well, he was in that movie with uh, Mark Duplass, um, Hump Day. which yeah. is Yeah, no, he's pretty in, good. he's in some big yeah, some yeah. bigger stuff
1: too. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's in some good stuff.
3: So was it, is it fair to say he's the Harrison Ford of the Blair uh, Witch? I mean, yeah. I guess, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Um, so I kind of want to talk about um, just the general movie itself. Like we keep talking about the movie as like this event, and yeah. and uh, I wasn't able to really pull the strings that I wanted to pull uh, to get a guest on today. That I wanted to get somebody who was like 15, somebody who was born after this movie came out. Like so, hmm. all of us were in the storm of it, right? Because it was like, oh yeah, we were, we knew people or we were people who thought it was real, and we were there with it, and this is great. It'd be really nice to talk to somebody who. Mm, you old people are nuts because that movie (laughs) was clearly fake. Uh, Right. But I wasn't able to get any of those people on.
3: Or I was curious enough like because we were all uh, of like still school age when the movie came out I wonder if someone like some of the guys we work with who were in their 20s and 30s when the movie came out were as convinced
0: i mean i was in an acting class at that point and my acting teacher we were all talking about it one yeah. day and we we're like oh we're so excited to see it i can't believe they're actually releasing the footage it's so insane that yeah. they show these people dying and my acting teacher who was probably super old guy to me when i was then probably he was like 30 or 31 right <laughs> uh, that geez is, that's, old. Uh, yeah, that's old Yeah, super old <laughs> um but he just looked at us like you guys know it's fake right right and like he just completely tried to burst our bubble he's like no there's just people in the woods telling them what to do like right. that's obviously what's going on and he's like and we're like no 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 and it was yeah so we're the
3: same generation that believed the wwf was real yeah <laughs> 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 we are the smartest generation yeah. definitely, <laughs> definitely.
0: <laughs> but yeah so i'd be interested if they're all like him or if it's all <clears throat> yeah, yeah it's interesting but since we don't have those people on let's just talk about the movie itself uh because i think Everything we can talk about this movie and all the articles you can look up for this movie say that it is one of the most important and influential movies mm. of all time. I'm not disputing that. I am saying it's boring as shit.
3: Yep. Yeah. Nope. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And I I talk to people about the remake uh, at work and they're like, "What with the first movie where nothing happens? Yeah. What what's scary about it? Nothing happens. And then a little more, nothing happens. And then nothing happens and at then the end. The, and the then climax th- happens
0: and nothing is going on. That's right. They're literally running around a house going, "Mike, Mike, Josh." Josh? Mike? No. No, Josh,
2: you there, buddy? Mike? Now, I now I want to see the seagulls from Finding <laughs> Nemo yeah. in this movie. Josh, like, Josh, Josh? Josh? is that Mike? Josh? Mike? Is that Josh? Mike? Mike? I Mike? hear Josh. Let's go get him. And
0: like, that's the the that's the climax. Yeah, that yeah. was the edge of your seat moment when, yeah. in the theaters where I'm just like, oh my god, what's going on? Is the witch in the house? Oh my god, what's going to happen? And then you watch it now. It's like, wow, there's not even any music.
3: Like, no, I remember <laughs> yeah. even in the yeah. theaters as a young as a young child being not scared because I saw it after the. After the hype had been blown, you right. know?
0: I mean, I saw it In the Storm, and In the Storm, yeah. wow, that was an effective ending. Yeah. It, really? It, it, yeah. yeah. No. no. Yeah. Not even when I, when, I first even thought, when I was yeah. watching
1: it just this time with my girlfriend, she, this was her first time viewing it ever, and it was effective. I could see her yeah. reaction. <laughs> kind of, you're tense the whole movie.
3: I remember being tense, mm. but it's, not, it's a movie that as soon as it's over, you go... It's like you almost want the Monty Python music to start playing, like <laughs> 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 <mathematician> um, again talking yeah. about restrictions or budgetary
4: restrictions or whatever. I think that the, I think the restraint shown throughout the film to not show mm. whatever <laughs> it is, yeah, the, and especially <laughs> regarding the ending, because you have the image from all of the the pre like interviews with the right. townspeople and mm-hmm. it's like and the, yeah. and the guy up in the woods and he made the kids stand in the corner. You immediately know what's going on when you see that. But what you don't see and what is so scary is what's right of frame. What is right right there? What is she screaming Mm. at the top of her lungs? I can hear her scream at the end of that movie in my head. That's easy to recall. Whenever you're camping. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever you're camping camping in a a house in the woods. It's a house! Because it's not the serial killer possessed by the witch or anything. This has got to be the real entity. Yeah. And I think the restraint to not show yeah. that and not show
1: it throughout the film is amazing. Yeah. Of, there were a lot of question. ideas of I'm what not sh- they were gonna what the villain was actually gonna be. There was even an idea it was gonna be a giant stick figure right. to <laughs> chase them through the woods. Right. And that's like, yeah, don't please don't do that. It's
4: what you can create, <laughs> what the audience can create in your yeah, in, you know, so much in your head is, is always gonna be scarier than mm-hmm. anything yeah. you can ever show them yeah. on screen.
2: I think for me, like each time I've watched it. The returns have been diminishing by quite a bit, but mm. there's still like the ending. For me, it still works on a just a I you know it, it doesn't show you anything, but it makes you speculate. And a lot of the horror that I end up getting kind of stuck up when I read, I get I go down rabbit holes on Wikipedia and stories and like weird internet places is because there's like just this ambiguity. And I like that the movie does that, mm. encourages that, and then kind of kicks off a whole like that in itself. The ending you just you see just enough to be like, oh, what's what's going on? Like you're you're mind is full of possibilities and when i first saw the movie it i mean this best what we're kind of boiling it down to is that the first time seeing it was effective as hell and then because of that ending there's just that punch of just like well what just happened mm-hmm. what's going on out here what didn't we see and i still feel some of that maybe to a lesser extent now that you know i know much more about filmmaking but see I, see for me it worked
0: the first time the very first time i totally yeah. agree with you the whole what didn't we see and yeah. like that every other time after that i don't give a shit what we didn't see i, I don't know what it is about the the rewatch on this movie but it, it for me it's just rough yeah like the first time i saw it, holy shit that i love it yep like i made my friends go see it and then i went with them and when i went with them I'm like i'm sorry guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I, I didn't know i was taking this the most boring movie ever i thought this was a lot of fun the first time because yeah. it was it was exactly what danielle went through was like you're just tense it's right. just like you are what is going on this whole time and it's exactly they did what you were saying earlier they did it with restraint and they did it with this way that's kind of like are they just three idiots in the woods who don't understand what camping is or are they getting fucked with? Right. And it's just, they do it that movie maybe. is
1: still there though. It oh yeah, in yeah. The, yeah. On the editing room floor. Oh, that's they're just... The oh. uh, <laughs> in the
0: editing room how floor
1: do you, you have in? a whole
4: movie of ki- of kids that just have no idea how to read.
1: Yeah. <laughs> how
2: do I start a fire? Uh, Producer? Yeah. And then they die.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <That> <laughs> starving <laughs> in the basement <laughs> of a house. I
2: want to see that because <laughs> They're talking
4: about recutting the film. They're like adding some moments in there have just been locked away for forever. I want to see that
2: movie. Yeah, I that, I'd see. watch that movie. It was <laughs> an alternate take where, the, you know, instead of freaking out over him kicking the map in the in the water, in the river, uh, he kicked the can opener for their beans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the beans, though. Yeah. But no, you're right. It's, yeah. it's,
1: that, yes. it's that thing. Like, um, you just have no idea. And then, but the, the second time that you watch it, it's all just kind of falls yeah. flat like it's, it's, i was sitting there right next to my girlfriend watching this just so so tense like just gripping everything and i'm like i i know everything that happens yeah, which yeah. is nothing i can't remember exactly when everything happens but i just i don't you know i don't really care you know what would have been an effective movie because uh, brian and i saw the new
3: one together i know a few people saw the blair that witch song. um if they made that film Script wise, using the actors and techniques th- of the Blair Witch project, because more happens in the Blair Witch, yeah. But the the shitty fake digital camera found footage is awful, and the actors are awful, and there's zero restraint in that film. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, they, they
3: that g- is so they like, turn
0: it up to 11. I- if you
4: take <laughs> they <laughs> they turn like it up cool stuff to 11 and take no notes off of the first one, yeah. Yeah. why right. the first one is successful in, in, in any kind of tense way. I don't even know if they understand it. I, if the, no. the filmmakers of no, no, no. the Blair Witch, I don't think they understand the Blair Witch project at all. Because what I watched was it was just like, and this will be scary, right? Yeah. And we're going to show the witch yeah. eight
0: times. Yeah. Like, well, supposedly so, that's not the witch. No, I don't give a
3: shit. But yeah. if they had actually not filmed that professionally and then like chopped it up later and actually given those actors the cameras and like allowed them to miss some stuff, because that's what's cool about the Blair Witch Project, mm. is you don't know really what the camera's looking at all the time. You're like, I, well, she's talking about these rocks. I don't see a fucking pile of rocks even. I yeah. just see leaves and yeah. wet leaves. There was even and a it-
1: moment that they missed. There was, they did actually have a witch in the woods mm-hmm. that one of the camera guys was supposed to get, yeah. but he missed it because he was too scared. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> it worked. But, and uh,
0: famously, the uh, the bundle of sticks, uh-huh. she woke up in the morning, the bundle of sticks was there before the milk cartons or anything showed up. showing So she just woke up to a bundle of sticks and her instinct was, fuck this. And she took it and threw it away. Yep. And then the producers came out of the woods like, no, 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 no. We, we need you to go open that. And she's like, I don't want it. She's like, no, <laughs> we need to go. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a no, key point, please. Yeah, that, that is a plot point. But that's why it's shot so fucking horribly. Yeah. Because she was legitimately terrified to yeah. open it. And that worked. And it oh, worked. It yeah. And it's still, people still talk about it, even though they've come out and said what was in the bundle of six. But like, what was in there? Was it a nose? Was yeah. it teeth? Was it fingers? It was blood and teeth. Yeah. But it was real teeth because they just went to the dentist and said, can mm-hmm. we have your mm-hmm. teeth? Until It <laughs> was his real hair, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Until you
3: clarify it and just before we started recording. I thought it was his eyeball the whole time. I thought yeah. it was like a little white eyeball. Or like a little bit of ear or, or a finger yeah. or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, that. You yeah,
0: no, it, but mm-hmm. it's, it's blood, teeth, and hair. I mean, it's really not that much. But it's just the fact that she was so scared to film it that she does a terrible job with it. It came it, across. I, it it really itself, yeah. sells and it does. They sell
4: the I, realism at every turn. Absolutely. Well, and I think Because
2: they're not concerned with executing the script. Right. Yeah. Right. And I kind of want to piggyback off of what you were saying about just the new movie. I haven't seen it yet, but it sounds like on paper, using the technology of now and the hubris and the interconnectedness of, you know, information now, you can play with the idea of the Blair Witch really well Mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe the witch is beyond technology. Like, you can (laughs) have all this hubris and, like, you know, the, the, the more that your technology is digital, the more it's fake and therefore the more you can't trust it. Yeah. Unlike film, so like there's a m- way to modernize that, but it sounds like they didn't do they that. Didn't no? No,
0: there there's one great moment. No, I'd say two great moments in the new movie. I'm not going to spoil them here, but no. th-
2: that's it. And whereas like this movie, I mean, this movie, like what I, what I think what keeps me coming back in and ultimately enjoying it and not being as bored with it. Is just how it uses its technology well it did. and effectively. Yeah, yeah, and it does. But the the thing is, I I
0: don't want to come back. I I have no mm-hmm. interest in really ever watching this again. I'm sure I will at some point, And I think that's kind of that speaks more to the movie than me knocking it down. Yeah. Is that yeah. I'll watch it and go fuck this. I'll never watch it again. But two years from now, I'll turn it on to. again. I'll this watch is- it and go yep.
3: Never watching that shit again. And then two <laughs> years later, I mean. We'll occasionally throw a party here, uh, project like a horror, horror movies on the wall outside basically, and set up like barbecue and have beers. And this is a great movie for that. This is a great background horror movie. If you just need some scary imagery on the screen for people to like come so to that, every once in a I while. I disagree.
0: There's no scary imagery in this. The only reason it's why like it's scary ambience. is yeah. get, yeah, the ambiance is there, but the reason why it's scary is because you're in it with them. Well, yeah, you need the yeah. sound too, for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, because otherwise the imagery is just, it's a rather it's just poorly woods. shot nature documentary. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. maybe that's what worked best about this is um, all of the scares are played through sound design. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. because it's
0: entirely what you don't see. Yeah. And it's, it, uh, it, it's, it's... Which, I mean, think, okay,
4: think if it was real. Think if, if we're actually watching the footage of the yeah. kids, what the kids captured. That is exactly what... It would look
3: and feel. Like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Like, if, if one, you would have stopped were, rolling the cameras I, like halfway through and gotten the fuck no, out, the, but they
0: explain it with a line of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why do you keep filming this? And then he starts filming. He's like, oh, yeah. I
1: get it, because that's not really real when you look at the camera. Which is a true thing mm. that happened. I mean, and yeah. th- and th- it's like with World War II documentarians and stuff. That's why there's so much footage of it because mm-hmm. all of the because you just you know, shoot because you got nothing yeah, cause else you to do. you have to as when you live in that faux realism of through the lens. That becomes it becomes d- much more yeah, easy to attach it, play it up yeah. it's true. to the it's a palette. Yeah. So uh, I
0: thought that, I actually thought that worked more it, so than a lot of the other found footage movies. And I think
4: it, I think it works with he- with Heather's character too because. I think her character is super interesting, and people talk about her as being like bitchy or whiny or, or whatever. But I'm thinking about
0: No, the bitchy whiny one is Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is a bitch. Yeah, I, but
4: but famously, I hear I hear people just like, oh, Heather's a bitch. She would not never shut up. But I'm I'm thinking about a very insecure woman in charge of two men. Yeah, two very broish two men lead, <laughs> leading a film, yeah. trying to be serious, yeah. trying oh, to yeah do all of these things she is a and female so when,
1: documentarian yeah you know director i've the met pressure heather before me it's like too. i've oh, met yeah. that director <laughs> yeah yeah like, yeah too, yeah. Right? not actually no no no, her, no her, i know what you mean but yeah um, it's like no i, I know that yeah. director
4: yeah so i i think her actually continuing to shoot is 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 totally valid and and i for me just adds more to the realism and adds more to that just insanity of it yeah um but yeah i i, I my big thing with the film i think why it works out Outside of the marketing, outside of the, the, you know, the the event of it, I think it is successful as a film, a piece of filmmaking, because they captured exactly what they wanted. What they wanted was footage. They wanted the footage to feel as if you should not see this. This is what it would look and feel like. This is what would be in the cans if they found these cameras. Yeah. And they did it in and, every regard and mm-hmm.
0: they totally did and no one has done it since yeah no not matter how one, that's no amazing that nobody's yeah. the, done the it, it since because it's so no one, no one will take the time to do it the amount of i mean granted it was eight days but we'll takes the risk because yeah. the studio that does, well, that does
4: blair witch is not going to take the risk on some improv art movie yeah, and then no put way. it up in, yeah
1: the only f- media thing that comes close to this type of scare is mtv fear that existed in the yeah, 90s. forever ago yeah yeah mm which was they take i don't know seven college students and then send them to some haunted place and then give them snora and security cameras and then give them all these fear missions and stuff like that mm-hmm. and that's it there's no interaction with the production crew or whatsoever and they stay there for a week and that's the only thing that is as successful in the same kind of media realm as that and it's I'm doing air quotes, but real, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're watching it, and you're like, these are their real visceral, visceral reactions to whatever this terrifying thing is, right? And the the more scary thing about fear is that's a, those are real locations, yeah. And yeah. none of that was actually well, not much of that was was made up, right? These are real things that they're reacting to, right? And I I don't I I I was racking my brain with my girlfriend last night of like. How would we recreate this type of thing like how how would you do that now with you know all of the technology tools that we have now with you know and you know marketing you know all this stuff and i don't it would be such a bigger monster to deal with than what was available the only way Mm -hmm.
4: the, the found footage movie is ever going to feel real and have that i don't know gravitas behind it is if I, it has to be independent it has to be low budget independent a studio is never going to yeah, do it a lot it. of oh, the yeah. low budget
0: independent things try it too and the, the yeah the, and a well, lot of them try it
4: but yeah. they but everybody wants everybody's like we're making a movie and they don't think about
0: it's almost you, i don't what
4: know
1: what goes into making found yeah, you footage. might not even be able to also, use
2: the film format or medium to do
1: this right now i don't think you could because but because even like a movie now later which came out was, was paranormal activity right. right And the first yeah. one you're like wow that's that's terrifying right that's a real experience and the other ones are now just jump scare movies right, right. But like
2: the, you, you get onto like the internet and the whole like creepypasta thing and they're like it's always trying to search for the unknowable like they're they're delving down to holes and research and part of what makes it effective <laughs> when my daughter was born i found this uh i Started researching the Slenderman thing just because I was bored. I had, I was up late at night. I was like, you know, it'd be really great if I scared the shit out of myself. <laughs> so there was guy, these guys who did these like YouTube videos. These random videos had weird like upload times, weird names, and they started like they just started doing this like spread like just boring boring footage, documentary stuff. They're in the woods, bad, badly shot. And but the cumulative effect of it was just you're sensing that there's something more going on that hmm. they're not knowing about. Like, and someone was hacking their YouTube channel. There's a YouTube channel response to them that they don't know that that channel belongs to. It's just a random string of nut- like. So ultimately, it was just through my own research. I was starting to freak myself out, mm-hmm. and I think that was you know more effective. But yeah. it's not film like you yeah. I know, you almost can't capture it now because yeah. of we're it's in an age experience. where we're, yeah. we're yeah. immersed in the internet and we're so like research. We we have to know things, and film doesn't necessarily to that
0: see I, I disagree i think it can be done it's it just it needs to have people who are willing to take the time and effort to put into it. i, I don't think that this is a, a dead genre by any means i don't think no no, footage, no no but it, I, I think it's, it's going to require are
2: doing non-conventional things like i don't yeah. think so. that yeah. i think that would help but
0: i don't i don't think doing the main reason why no found footage movie has worked since this one is because each one of them now tries to shoot a script and tell a bigger story yeah. and try to, the main reason why this works is because there was none of that they did it all by just making these people react to these situations that sort of thing can be done again It mm-hmm. just i don't think it should be done as a horror film necessarily you can do something different like this that would work again it's just you're whenever you're trying to capture lightning in a bottle in a second time it's not going to work mm-hmm. right uh and even like the things online they're still basically trying to do the same thing that blair witch did and, and that that's really when we talk about like the staying power of this movie that's what's impressive about it yeah mm-hmm. is that everyone else who's doing this is trying to do what they did right and it, it's I don't think it's impossible. I just don't think anyone's willing the, to. The only two put
4: pieces that I think are really comparable, and I, they do not get to this level, but I think it's uh, the last broadcast and the first paranormal activity. I think they're the only ones that I've ever seen that ever got anywhere close to actually feeling real. Mm. To feeling, see, I didn't get that from parallel.
0: We we did the first week of this was parallel activity, and I didn't, I never felt real. It doesn't get near. For me, it doesn't get near as close. But there's something in
4: there. There's something in there that feels genuine. There's something in there that feels like, oh, okay, this makes sense. And and it's it is found footage. It feels like what you would mm -hmm. have gotten off of those drives, and you don't see that. Ever. you? Yeah. I, I don't know why found footage movies, I'm doing air quotes, can't wrap their heads around what would it look like. Well, if I think found the it. only
0: one for me that I think beyond Blair Witch that works that well is Wreck. Yeah. Is what? Wreck. I haven't seen that. Yeah, It's a, it's a Spanish zombie film. Mm. And it, holy shit, does it feel real. And it's fucked. I like, will check that recorded. out. Yes. And goddamn, it's Fantastic.
2: And even the second one manages to uh, do what a, the, second one. the second one manages to do what a sequel to something like this couldn't as in, it just continues the thing and still leaves you like, Whoa, wait, it like expands, but doesn't like try to really force extra lore. So it's, it doesn't try to like explain away everything. It just builds, builds another mystery, but connected. So you could watch, you don't have to watch it, but it's connected and it mm-hmm. feels like, Oh, the village just kept going and we got more like, I hmm. thought it was effective.
3: Yeah. What, what, see, what are you talking about? Rec 2. Rec 2. Rec 2.
0: Okay. Yeah, let's like that. This time it's personal. Oh,
3: wow. Um.
2: All right. So, uh,
0: uh, final thoughts. Like, where do we stand on this thing? So, we've done now three of these things. We also did uh, Evil Dead, The Evil Dead, and. Criminal activity, but okay. So for low budget horror movie month, this is our last uh, last one of these things. Final thoughts: Do we like this movie? Is this a movie we're going to recommend to say somebody who is like thirteen, who just no marketing whatsoever? Is it going to they just like horror films? They're going to sit down and watch it. Uh, we'll go around the table, Graham. What do you think?
1: I mean, yeah, i'd like we started off, this is a classic horror movie. You know, it's just one of those that, especially in our generation. Um, okay, here, I'm going to rephrase a question. Imagine I'm a thirteen year old. <laughs>
0: hey, Graham, what should I watch? <laughs> Should I watch this Blair Witch thing? D-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because that's, that's what I'm trying, that's what I'm racking my brain at. It's like, is it just generational or is it actually, because as we talked about, the, the rewatch is not that effective. Not but right. the first watch is really effective. Though really nothing happens throughout the movie, it's still pretty effective. If you're kind of aware of any sort of camping or any sort of, you know, that reality, it's it's terrifying until the until the credits hit and you're like oh what the fuck was that yeah (laughs) so yeah i I think yeah i think i would still recommend this movie i think it's still it's it's very masterfully and very creatively done um and i think it's still one of one of the greats but just not as a rewatch fair enough evan uh if i had a 13 year old asking me like i heard about this blair witch
4: thing uh absolutely i would say watch it late at night by yourself, and I know mm. I won't get in trouble with their parents because there's nothing in it that they shouldn't
0: see. That's oh, true. they say fuck a lot. They, yeah. 148 uh, times. Fuck yeah, they say fuck. No, I'd still do it. They can the word fuck. I'd still do it. Yeah.
3: No, I, 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 again, it's, it's a classic. It, and, yep. Yeah. Ryan? I'll say the same thing I said about um, paranormal activity, which is, yeah, you should see it, as a film study but there are so many more movies that should be higher on your list yeah if you've seen all of the halloweens and all of the friday the 13th and leprechaun in the hood then you can go back and watch blair (laughs) Witch. (laughs) all of those yeah Yeah. i have both leprechauns in the hood
1: (laughs) are there two there are two of them
3: there's also the space one
1: well that's the best yeah yeah it doesn't even sound like that both of you have seen all of these
3: films so i I have seen the blair witch project no i don't know (laughs) yeah you got to see it at some point put it on as part of a movie marathon, watch it late at night alone, whatever.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely uh, late at yeah, night, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's not a must watch. Not going to go against the grain here. Yeah, definitely. As as a as a form of just if you're into horror, watch it. It's it's an enjoyable first experience. Turn the sound up, have the lights off, get mm-hmm. into it mm-hmm. because you're going to get immersed in it. You know, you know, rewatching, you don't have to there's so many more horror films you don't have to rewatch any <laughs> really right you, I you, disagree. Don't know i've can, watched
0: so many friday the 13th movies but <laughs> like there's those where you can but again.
2: like there's still enough like we're coming we're kind of there's a resurgence of horror film we're getting more and more of it so it's like there's still so much to watch but that first time experience this movie has that has a great first time experience and i want anyone who's interested in horror who's never seen it new to experience it because it informs everything that they've seen before it like <laughs> in a weird time traveling sort of way like anything these kids see now is so heavily informed by what Blair Witch set up that it's just—it's okay. a good like first time to see. Yeah, I don't know.
4: Mm. And then watch the mockumentary.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I will go against the grain, and I'd say don't watch it. I, I think the what? the pop culture has ruined it. I don't think that anyone sitting down for this thing in their teens or whatnot, will be surprised by it in any no. way, shape, and form. And I think that the way that films are cut and made now are done at a different pace than they were in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone who disagrees with me is just fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that somebody growing up now would have the patience for a movie like this because there is no story, there is no motivation, and unless you're super into horror and you're not going to get into it with them. Like there's something about watching, say, like The Exorcist. I've brought up a few times, where it's slow as hell, but the story is engaging. You, yeah. you are rooting for that girl. You're rooting for the family. You want the priest to get there. There's things to keep you involved in the whole movie. This movie, I don't, I don't think it's there. So, and I, I think it was great when it came out. And I think nowadays, if you're not dying to watch it, then you don't have to.
4: Yeah. Under that rubric, though, I would, I would feel like films like Halloween, like the original Halloween, would be like, don't watch that then. Oh, I'll Be- watch it. I'd watch No, cuz No, definitely. but would you tell would you tell a 13-year-old thir- to watch Halloween? Yep. Absolutely. Because under that rubric uh- films are made and cut and everything it's all different i mm-hmm. i think watching halloween with a modern audience now is one of the most depressing experiences in the cinema right now really absolutely because it's because it has been ripped off time and time again pop yeah. culture yeah. has ruined halloween
1: yep yeah
4: under yeah. your rubric yeah.
1: <laughs> 13
4: yeah. year olds don't watch halloween which and i but you guys immediately are like no you gotta watch halloween well, you it's gotta a better watch movie.
0: halloween it's just a better made film i don't think Blair Witch is It's bad. differently it's gotta
4: made made be film. higher on the you list see, well, I, yeah, I think Halloween I might be leave. higher on the list, but I think that that, that they're still on the list, and they still I think mm-hmm. Blair Witch is still up there. I think if you watch the first so out of Friday the Thirteenth, you watch done. Halloween, you watch Freddy, you, you know, you watch a few of those movies, you're getting down the line. Definitely, definitely watch Blair Witch.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I can see where you're coming from. I still don't (laughs) think that any 13 year old is going to enjoy. And you might be right. They might not like Halloween either. You might be spot on. No, I think we, I think we're both
4: right. right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's sad, but I I don't think, yeah, I don't know. There's something about Halloween that I, there's more icon to Halloween and just to Michael Myers and like that sort of thing than there is to Blair Witch. And it could be because of the restraint they showed by never showing the witch, by never having those huge moments and it made a better film for the time, but for something to stand the test of time, I'm not sure. I think the thing that stands the test of time of Blair Witch is the the fake out on This Is Real. And mm-hmm. I think the marketing is what made that thing
1: stand Oh, most definitely. The the experience of yeah. The Blair Witch Project and around The Blair Witch Project is definitely masterfully If this movie had had come out and experienced that
0: If the trailer came out and said hey we made this fake movie here are the three guys you're going to like it if they promoted it like a normal horror film no no one would be talking about it today so that's why I don't think that kids would want to watch this because you don't Get that marketing, and then I think it's like I'm, it's, it's not detachable. From I'm weirdly
2: it. curious about a, yeah. the people who got the fake out for the new Blair Witch movie when it was the, Into the Woods, like at the actual convention, um, because like they kind of did a fake out there, but it's like those like couple hundred people, those are going to be the only that ones who really it. get that big. But the fake, fake out, out was just, hey, we made a trailer, and oh, it's
0: Blair Witch, yeah. I and mean, that's not really that much of a. The fake people
4: out. behind the new one don't understand one thing about why yeah. the Blair Witch project <laughs> <Yeah>. was <laughs> successful, and they've made that abundantly clear. Yeah, <laughs> I mean
0: it, it, it's comparable. To like, the RoboCop remake. It's yeah. like, you don't understand what RoboCop was. Yeah. I mean, you made a movie, you have a character called RoboCop. Good for you. And that's Blair Witch. It's, a, yep, you put teenagers in the woods with cameras. That doesn't mean it's a Blair Witch movie. Yeah. Um, all right, it's time for quotes, 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 quotes. Uh, I'm going to go first because I have the best quote in the movie. Oh, um, of course. Yep. Uh, I haven't gone first in a while, but I, I need to say this one because I think this is very important to the film. It gives a story and it gives closure. Um, the line is I hate crossing streams on logs. If I never cross another stream on a log, I will die a happy girl. And she doesn't. And she dies. So she must be, it was a good death. Yeah. When she, was she, was dying, she had to be like,
1: ah, oh, thank at God. I never crossed
0: another log yeah. on a stream. stream Those on were screams of that, joy. Yeah, yeah. That was
1: some Woo-hoo! lost. That was some lost dialogue yeah. at the end of it. You're like, <laughs> I'm <Great."> so
0: happy. <laughs> that was, uh, and that's the only note I took throughout the entire watching this film. I was like, I like that. That's yeah. funny. Uh, no,
3: I noted that, too. That was pretty funny. I'm going to go with my quote. Um, the most relatable line in the entire movie um, is like, you you signed up for this. <laughs> no, I didn't. I signed up for a well-scouted project. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Where's my craft services?
1: Yeah, You said this was union. <laughs> this that, is <just> too real. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: I, I like this exchange between... Heather and Michael. Uh, Yeah, we've been going south all this time. How's east? Wicked Witch of the West. Wicked Witch of the East. Which one was bad? (laughs) Wicked Witch of the West was the bad one. Then we should go east. (laughs) That's east. I like east. (laughs) I just found that a very, like, weirdly silly and, like, a conversation I could see myself having at a much younger age, just, yeah. out of just yeah. being a pure dumbass. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, no. Also, after seven and a half days of being tormented, right. the woods. Right. yeah. <laughs> East, west, yeah. Which one's the worst? Yeah, that's fine. We're <laughs> yeah. dealing with witches now. <laughs> this is a real situation. <laughs> yep, yep. This is a real discussion. <laughs> Do you- um, mine was uh, so. Uh, Josh is is tormenting Heather with the camera and all this stuff. I'm like, here's your motivation. All this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. He was like, and then she's like, what do you want? What do you want? He's like, I just want to make movies, Heather. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Another good
3: relatable line. <laughs> God, to us film industry.
1: Yeah. It's like, no, that's 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 me. Yeah. yeah. I'm 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 the camera guy. I I just want to make movies, Heather. Damn, how did she
0: not punch him? <laughs> I
1: don't <know>. well, talk <laughs> about restraint. Yeah. She she punched
2: mike a lot mike fucking deserved it that's yeah. the only
0: thing i didn't really talk because i could have done the entire episode and how much i hate mike and what a bitch he is <laughs> Bites a slate, honestly <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot he, <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a dope
0: he did the
4: motivation one but that was like, damn it because <laughs> I, like, I i i when i think about the movie if there's a quote that really sticks out to me it's josh josh tormenting her and it's like there's a witch out in the woods she ran after you there's no one here to help you you took one of her little trinkets she came after us there's no one i i honestly if i could go back and do our little uh our uh, summary again 30-second on breakdown. 30-second yeah. breakdown yeah. i would
3: just quote that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but eh. there's a witch you took her trinket she's after you it's a good one i mean we didn't talk about the the famous line the up the up nose
0: yeah i, I, kinda, what's I up the want to apologize to mike's mom <laughs> josh's mom bye bye i'm it sorry it it's all my fault. fault i'm sorry for everything i was purposely avoiding it because that's the one thing people always mention with this fucking movie yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. oh yeah the up the nose i mean it was even in scary movie too yep. when it was just a runny faucet <laughs> um Which I love
4: the scene. I don't get it. I don't get why people... (laughs) I actually agree
0: with you. I think it's the best moment for her. It's way dramatic in a movie
3: that isn't
0: Yeah,
1: very dramatic. Um, But it makes sense. Yeah, it does. I get it. And it Um, it was kind of a a a fault. She accidentally zoomed the camera all the way in as she was holding it. (laughs) Whoops-a-daisy. (laughs) You made (laughs) a poster.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so for the review system for today, in honor of this being the last one of these low-budget horror movies. We're going to do full-budget horror movies. That is any horror movie that you can say, you could guess without reasonable doubt of, yeah, the the studio went, here's a fuckload of money to make your movie. So that is any horror movie with a legitimate budget. So that's not things like Halloween, Evil Dead, Paranormal Activity, blah, 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 blah. It is things like, say, Conjuring, that sort of, like, huge thing. And uh, for new listeners, I realize I haven't done this in a long time, I will explain really quick what our review system is, because I've actually gotten an email about that one. Um, So the review system that we do around the table here is we do it like a pitch session, so that's how we review it. So if you like this movie, you will also like this movie. So today's will be big-budget horror films. If you like this big-budget horror film, you will like this
1: low-budget horror film, The Blair Witch Project. Uh, Does anybody like to go first? Uh, I will go with uh, 28 Weeks Later okay so one of my favorite films is 28 days later Mm -hmm. that's Um, phenomenal great Mm -hmm. movie right and shot similarly yep um with low budget cameras and stuff like that all that stuff um so 28 weeks later they got a huge budget and they shot on 35 and all this stuff and blah blah and you know did the same story but continued it on and you know blah blah and so kind of the same with Blair Witch which is it's starts off with this this great idea and very masterfully done and all the stuff and everything that i've said before and i do super love this movie but at the point of as a second watch so if you were to kind of call 28 weeks later a second watch of 28 days later it does kind of fall apart yeah so it's one of those things like i totally respect everything that 28 days later did and everything that blair witch project did and all of this stuff but as a rewatch and kind of playing it forward a little bit as well it's like it, yeah 28 weeks later kind of gets long in the tooth and kind of yeah kind of you know still great you should still see it but it's one of those it things gave of, like, us
0: emojin Poots. yeah she's fantastic yeah yeah
1: yeah um i'm
0: gonna go with uh insidious the james wan movie mm-hmm uh and Who's i james want <laughs> <laughs> uh, i go with insidious because the first time i saw it, it it was effectively very scary i thought it was great i liked the character motivations i liked everything about it it actually felt like a really good new horror film and then i watched it again and i thought it was a pile of junk and i was laughing at it and i didn't understand why everyone kept going the further and i just thought it was dumb and i didn't really ever want to watch it again uh, but in the first watch
2: super effective and great every time after that kind of a snore fest so the one I'm the one I'm picking is close. Uh, it's going to be Julia's eyes, in terms of hmm. what the, how my watching through it. So the first time, I was really pulled in by the sound design, the lack of senses, and how it kind of forced perspective on things, and that really kind of worked with me. On the I was in the theater, it was dark, and when she was losing her sense, like there was some effective stuff going along. But on on the rewatch, you know, it didn't it didn't hold up quite as much, which is a little unfair to Blair Witch because it still for me holds up. But there's kind of a similar shift for me in kind of how I see it and how I enjoyed it, which wasn't as much as the first time. And it was all kind of on the, the first time for me. That's kind of how I'm connecting that review.
0: Historically, it's the only movie you've ever recommended to me that I went, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John would be a 9 out of 10 recommendation. Like, every time, yeah, but every now and then, there might be that one, and that one is Julia's eyes. Mm. I was on that episode. You were. Yep. You also didn't like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, nobody liked my movie that month either. I did Martyrs, and everyone's like, this sucks. It's just torture porn. I'm like, no, it's better than just torture porn. It's, it's nuanced. <laughs> <laughs> In no way, I think. I
1: hope. Please, somebody agree with me. How about the
3: 1999 Haunting remake? Ugh. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. That's all I got. Ugh.
0: <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. That movie sucked. <laughs> that's, that's your pick? I really, really? that movie. Nice. At least Blair. I would rather watch the Blair Witch every day for the rest of my life than watch that fucking thing again. God damn, I hate that movie. So <laughs> the one with Owen Wilson, where he dies by like the the fireplace flu, knocking his head off. I hope so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah. that movie. <laughs> That's the thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um.
4: All right. I. This might be, a stretch, but. Thirteen ghosts. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, hey! I am gonna go with the remake of Evil Dead. Okay. uh, Because the one of the things I love about Blair Witch, like I've stated many times, is the realism, the Mm -hmm. tactileness. The you know, it feels very gritty, very real, Um, and that's hard to do with big budget, especially big budget horror movies. But one thing that I think was extremely successful about the remake of Evil Dead is it did feel like you were you were in the woods and evil was coming out of the ground before you so it it felt very it (laughs) felt very real very very messy very gritty um the use of the practical effects is extremely effective it's the only big budget horror movie I know that's that has done that recently in the last like decade or more yeah so that that'd be
0: me I'm very excited for everything Fetty Alvarez does now did you see the new one I did it was really good I'll have to check it out. I'm excited for that one. It's fucking great. Rough. Very rough movie, but good. Um, okay, so that's it. That's the end of low-budget horror movies. Uh, next week. <laughs> yeah? No, no. <laughs> no. no.
3: Low-budget horror movies will never stop. Well, that's the end of our coverage
0: for this month of low-budget horror movies. I'll rephrase. Uh, next <laughs> week, you can turn into the end of our Halloween month where we'll be doing a Holly, Hollywood remakes of horror films. So not necessarily Hollywood, but it's usually Hollywood. But we're going to do the big horror movie remakes. And I'm excited to talk about it. We have some really good ones on the table. We have some really bad ones on the table. Um i'll tell you them all next week but i think it's really exciting uh we'll also probably put out a facebook post here i'm guessing in the next couple of days so if you want to watch along with us and you want to see them we'll put them on there um and it's it's going to be a lot of fun trying to figure out which one of these is great and which ones aren't and it's going to be i'm really excited for it <laughs> um so plugs uh you can catch us on uh twitter ath underscore podcast facebook after the hype everywhere else ath podcast email us at ath podcast at gmail.com uh Evan what was your website again
4: evanscottrussell.com
0: evanscottrussell.com Graham you had nothing that you can legally
1: talk about uh, yeah I mean if you, you you're welcome to check us out at gtmpictures.com <laughs> it's a production company <laughs> but other than that yeah nothing fair enough uh
0: Ryan John no no, no. nothing
3: follow my toy Instagram pop session perfect <laughs>
0: okay so that's it thank you very much for everybody coming on yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. silence yeah. you're welcome I've cool. been here every time though so hey you
0: were gone for like eight weeks you're welcome.